Hey guys, so welcome to another podcast episode on the Black Volta Nightlife Podcast, where we bring you the ins and outs of everything nightlife and entertainment within the Ghanaian, West African, and African scene. Uh, thank you so much for you guys rocking with us for so long. We got so many and garnered so many good reviews from our last episode, which was on the effects of drugs on nightlife. I didn't know you guys like drugs so much. <laughs> but anyways, we are on the set of another uh, podcast series um, of Uncut where we bring you all the unpopular opinions, all the all the gists um, within the nightlife scene. However, today we are, not, we, are not, we are not doing unpopular opinions. We are actually discussing facts. Um, it's a three-part series on branding and influencing in Africa. And on today's episode, we're going to discuss um, the influencer market in Africa, uh, its opportunities, its challenges, and all that in between. So today on the podcast, um, I'm happy to have two stalwarts uh, joining us. Um, one is uh, Foster Awintiti Akugri, who happens to be head of strategy for Black Falter, business consultant, and also currently he's the Head of Strategy and Innovation for Old Mutual Ghana joining us. And then we also have Kofi Aye, who is a superstar in branding and uh, marketing. <laughs> he currently sits as the CEO of Brand Anchor Global. So these two are joining me today uh, for today's podcast uh, episode. But before we start, let me just give you a fair idea of the influencer markets. Um, it's really huge in, in, in Ghana, West Africa and Africa. Um, as a whole, it's about um, market cap is at around thirty billion dollars, and and that's that that's going to triple in the next two three years. It's crazy how the the likes of um, Nigeria, Kenya, South Africa, and North Africa have have moved very quickly in the influencer marketing space. So um, we're gonna kick off right into the discussion, and then uh, I think. We'll kick off with Foster telling us his thoughts around the influence of marketing, and then we take the journey again. So, like, subscribe, and uh, share with your friends. Peace. Well, um, I think when you talk about influencer marketing or you talk about influencers, everyone's idea, go, everyone's mind goes to social media influencers. Yeah. But I think it's best to break down who an influencer truly is, yeah. and. The, the concept of an influencer has existed long before the digital, long before socials and all of that. So you take somebody like a, somebody like a Martin Luther King, yeah. right? He's what we call a cause-driven influencer. So Nelson Mandela, the Pope, um, all these guys, um, all, these, all these people who represent a symbol of, of in society. Yeah that people look up to, people build movements around. Um, they are what we call cause-driven influencers. Then we have what we call celebrity influencers, are your typical celebrities who have the clouds or the audience and are able to influence people in a certain direction. Then we have um, macro-influencers. So macro-influencers are people, so this is where we come into digital, right? So macro-influencers are people with over 100,000 followers. Right. It could be physical. It could be physical. 
So anyone with above 100,000 followers, you consider that person a macro. Then we have the micro. So 100, between 10,000 to 100,000 are people within the micro-influencer space. So once you understand, there are about seven different categories of influencers. Once you understand clearly where you fall, it becomes easy for you to know how to position yourself to sell what you want to sell. But you grow. You grow through the various ranks of influencership and determine where, where to lead you to in terms of how you position yourself. Yeah. Great, great, great. How about you? Um, do I have to introduce myself again? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All I said was uh, you're a superstar, but let, let the people know well, uh, what you do. Before that, uh, before Cookie comes in, this uh, episode is sponsored by Johnny Walker. Um, we thank them so much for uh, jumping on board on the uh, podcast. So if you see behind us, it is a mobile bar. Uh, they'll be serving us drinks the, 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 the whole time. So hopefully, um, none of us get, get tipsy before the end of the episode. But shall yeah, I can't run it over. <laughs> <laughs> but shall I switch for your work on that? Yeah. Hopefully. Well, um, okay. Um, my name is Kofi. Kofi Aya Kofi. Um, I've been doing this. By this, I mean advertising, marketing, influencer marketing, since, say, 2011, or before that, officially, since about 2011. Um, I've seen the good, seen the bad, seen the very bad, <laughs> a few very goods here and there. <laughs> um, and um, I'm actually glad that we're, talk we're having this conversation. I, I really sincerely hope that there are a lot of people who would be able to tune in, who would be able to take a lot of things um, from this. Um, as first I was saying, there are several different types of influencers, several different tiers, several different um, things, functions of influencers and so on. And um, I mean, later on in this conversation, I'm pretty sure we'll be able to take a deep dive. Um, but I just need to mention or set up the conversation with one of the things that we often one of the misconceptions that you know often prevails especially in our industry is a lot of us pander more to spectacle and controversy than to substance okay. which is one of the ills that's actually plaguing the influencer industry in africa we pander more towards spectacle spectacle and sorry language can i can yeah, i go can yeah, i no, go ahead go ahead spectacle oh she's got a fat ass that's why I'm watching it. <laughs> that's, why she's a, she's a, yeah. that's why she's an influencer. Yeah, yeah. Um, I almost mentioned it. No, 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 no. That's God. That's that's several of them now. Um, oh, um, um, he says controversial things. Yeah. That is why he's an influencer. Um, and you know, like, but essentially, we we we'll get there. But it it to 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 some of us, it feels like the. The system is rewarding the ills, okay. which shouldn't actually be the case. Okay. But mm, let's work our way to the conversation. We'll get there. I see, I see, I see. So what you're saying is um, a lot of it is uh, we, we, are, we are actually focusing on the wrong things when we are, when we are talking about it. To some extent. To some, to some extent. To some extent. Okay. If you go the, the raw definition of who an influencer is, Raw, raw definition. If I'm able to influence you, Joey, yeah. you, Foster, to do something, I'm an influencer. Okay. <laughs> okay. If I'm able to come to you and tell you 
that hey listen um by johnny walker have influenced you if your wife or girlfriend who by the way i think are the world's most powerful influencers <laughs> is able to tell you that listen i want that brand of soap and not this brand of soap that's influence so now it's down to I'm actually going to go on and on. It's down to, so as a brand, it's down to actually being able to either harness mm -hmm. the influence, harness the influence being that, you know the influence comes from many different angles, right? So let's say I'm speaking to mothers, young mothers, mothers of young kids, and I want them to be able to recommend to their friends and within their circles that my brand of baby food yeah. is the best. Okay, so that's me trying to harness the power that already exists to be able to influence people, right? Then there's partnership. That's me now trying to partner with an influencer so that A, it makes my brand look good, B, it gives me the reach that I want, that I want and C, it could give me that offshoot that I'm looking for. Like for instance, I'm introducing a new product and I feel like this new product is for controversial, energetic people. Wale, Wale, you know, like, okay, let's, let's go with Wale for this one. Yeah. I'm harnessing or partnering with um, Wale because he has this much influence to be able to um, get yeah, to the people yeah. that I'm looking for. But there's several things. Let me, let me not talk too much. First time is here, so let me, there's, there's so many things that go into influencing. Like influencer selection, um, yeah. influencer selection, influencer um, strategy, influencer execution. Um, like there are so many, 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 many different things that go into it. Okay. And unfortunately, in our part of the world, we just say, oh, who's popular? Yeah. Oh, that person is popular. Okay, let's, so it's not necessarily, let's go. It's not necessarily a popularity no. that, that, that really influences no. what influencer is. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, um, Brawl, there's a, there's a company that, a research company recently did a, a survey which said they are about 260 million um, social media users uh, just from last year alone, like people who have joined mm -hmm. social media. I don't think people, well at least from my point of view, people are not watching television anymore, right? That's people true. on their phones. Um, everybody's looking for clickbaits, you understand? TV is um, dying. <laughs> yeah, so how is social media really changing the narrative like why are brands now like i don't understand like where did this influencer term even come from you understand like all of a sudden there's a social media there's a big buzz around social media and all these brands are jumping on this so it's like if you don't use an influencer uh um, approach to actually sell your things i feel like it's not going to work is that is that how it is well if you you need i always like to take things from the from the roots right before there's innovation there's always a root cause analysis to understand clearly why you need a new way of getting things done what he's saying is necessity is the mother of <laughs> right once you can understand why you need to change the way you do things mm. it influences how you make your choices and what tools you need to use to get there so you take traditional marketing as an approach before. You needed to use billboards. Now, for someone to look at a billboard, you needed to use a face that is familiar. So at, at the time, you see more TV hosts or news anchor hosts 
being the face of billboards because everyone is forced to watch the news. Or actors. Right? Or actors. Or watch movies. So you find more and more actors and musicians and then, uh, how do you call it, news anchors being given, or footballers, being given uh, that privilege to be inf uh, influencers for brands. Okay. Right? And so once there's a Pele on a billboard, I associate a Pele to the brand. And anytime I see a Pele, I remember the brand. Is, I love Pali. <laughs> exactly. You guys, a kid, I was thinking it was Pali. Yeah, it was crazy. It was Pali, Pali. Yeah. I was like, mm. so you anchor the brand to the influencer. Today, people live on social media. People live in a digital realm. So as a business, you need to weave, uh, sort of weave yourself into the habits and habitats of the people. And that is digital okay. on social media. Where do they spend most of their time? Where do you get more eyeballs, etc., etc. Now, when you go on social media, how do you get the attention of people? Before, you needed an Abedipele to be on a billboard positioned on the main road, like a liberation road, yeah. to get the attention of people. Today... When I'm passing by Liberation Road, I'm probably, even if I'm driving, I'm probably partly on my phone. So I need to have that person whose voice or who, who has visibility online that I'm most likely to find their content in my stream, in my timeline, to give that necessary attention for me to leverage. Right? So it informs what we call the influencer campaign fit or influencer brand fit um, choices. Right? So... If I am a baby brand, most likely I would want to associate with an influencer who talks about uh, motherhood, who talks about pregnancy, prenatal stuff, maternal health, uh, women health, and all of that. You want to lean more towards that, right? And so you find an influencer who has that clout. Once you understand that there's relevance, that is where the connection starts from. Because you can choose somebody who is popular, but not necessarily popular to the group of people you are targeting. So what you're saying is relevance should precede... Relevance precedes everything. Once you have the relevance, you can now talk about audience. Someone may have 2,000 followers, but like that 2,000 followers has a very high conversion than someone who has 100,000 followers. So you don't just choose... A uh, someone because I have 100,000 followers. Why do people choose Black Water? People choose Black Water as a brand to partner with because they see conversion. When Black Water gives you a location and you pull up, you see that the whole of Accra is there. You don't want to miss out on the next one. So that fear of missing out keeps people coming back to Black Water's page. And what do you do? You keep feeding them with content to excite them about your brand partners like Johnny Walker. Right? So positioning Johnny Walker in a, in a podcast like this gives that opportunity for people to say, okay, my last time I was listening, I saw this cocktail, it looked like this, it was a Johnny Walker. The next time they go to the bar, they are most likely to order a Johnny Walker because that's the first thing that came to their minds. Speaking of what is in this? <laughs> <laughs> so um, he has a John Walker Black Label. Black label. Black label. Uh -huh. And then also ginger beer. Ginger beer. And then a little bit of sobolo, but. And then sobolo. Sobolo. But my sobolo has like a different, like a spices. Let yeah. me tell you, this thing is. This is hitting. Wow. <laughs> the show just started. You wanted to loosen your tongue. So I'm sure you're going to be pouring some gems. Just because Johnny Walker ginger is small. 
But Charlie, uh, cheers. Cheers to you. Cheers to you. Cheers to you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But to what he was, just building on what it is that he was saying, um, it's relevance over popularity. Yes. But how do you determine relevance, right? Um, I have my brand. Give me a brand. Give me something. A brand. Brand. No, no brand. <laughs> Give me something. Johnny Walker. Something. Okay, Johnny Walker. Yeah. Right. Okay, let's 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 do Johnny Walker. Yeah. Um, I am Johnny Walker. Um, what do I stand for? Mm-hmm. What am I? Do I? What does Johnny Walker actually stand for? What well, a good time, keep it going. They say, well, keep walking. So yeah. I'm, I'm assuming that you know, like keep keep the good times rolling, yeah, yeah, keep it yeah. going, like keep having fun, keep you know enjoying yourself. So enjoyment seems to be like a value that Johnny Walker holds dear, okay. right? Mm-hmm. Enjoyment. Yeah, enjoyment, great. So if enjoyment is a value among other things that Johnny Walker holds dear, right? What you want to do or what you don't want to do is to partner Johnny Walker with an influencer or a personality that doesn't stand for enjoyment. <laughs> Do you understand? That's what I get it. Okay. So essentially, there's the value mm. of enjoyment mm. and then there's somebody that stands for enjoyment. Yeah. Let's say Joey. Right now in Ghana, when you think enjoyment, maybe who who, who who be the guys where you see online where oh this guy they enjoy himself, like where 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 where, where? Yeah. great. <laughs> so if that's the case, that's somebody that also is into enjoyment, yeah. right? So now the most important thing here is that shared value. Yeah. What are the shared values? Yeah. So where does the value overlap? I have this value. I have that value. Obviously, right? You don't. Think, let's say, um, give me a food brand. Give me a baby food brand. Give me a baby food brand. Uh, Yum Vita. Yeah. Yum Vita is a baby food brand. Um, and all due respect to her, not saying, but do you see Yum Vita actually partnering with someone like a Capim Polo? No. That's, no. Do you see it? Do like a there you go. Yeah. There you go. So. Uh, the, your your values are not necessarily in line with my brand. Although Kevin Polo is a mother, yeah. do you understand? It's yeah. not necessarily in line with my brand. There are no like overlapping shared values that we were able to select. So that then dovetails into influencer selection. Yeah. Influencer selection, number one, relevance. Number two, shared values. Okay. Number three, engagement. Okay. Engagement. Mm-hmm. It's not about, for, for some people, it's about reach. Oh, I want to be able to, and that's when the brand is looking for an amplifier. Okay. That's that's when a brand would um, pay a Cristiano Ronaldo to post them one post, or pay a Kylie Jenner to post them yeah. one post. That's amplification. Yeah. It doesn't. It's not necessarily. It doesn't necessarily even have to do with anything. Imagine, yeah. imagine that day, I think myself. Mm-hmm. Then Kylie Jenner go post say, "Wow, who's brand uncle? Christ is Lord." <laughs> I go. I go. That's or, the Super Bowl of your life. <laughs> or, or we did. And um, 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 maybe, who said? Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian go post, heading to Ghana. What's up, Black Volta? Akbar Show. Yeah. Yeah. That's, That's amplification. That's amplification. It's not necessarily um, a partnership or not necessarily like um, a, a, a shared value. Like there's no, there's not necessarily an overlap. However, if somebody like Dave Chappelle Toxic enjoyed my stay in Ghana. Black voter. Hashtag you do all. Oh. That's believable. The guy position you with that. 
They can place you for some place. That's a testimonial. There you go. And that is him leveraging his power of influence to actually tell his audience about you and then also direct them, guide them in a particular direction. I enjoyed my stay in Ghana. Black voter, you do or like a Ghanaian statement and so on. So, so you see, you're now we're now heading into okay, we've we've done influencer selection. Okay, how do you select? You need to be able to see who's relevant, not who's popular. Maybe popularity might work, but we are not looking for an amplifier. We're looking for relevance. We're looking for a partner. Great. Um, who has the same values as 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 I do? Great. Who? What? Are, what are your metrics? Do you have engagement? Okay. Okay. It works. It works. It's okay. Then you go into your mandate. What is the influencer mandate? What are you telling the influencer to do? The mistake, the 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 thing that we usually do that uh, it distresses me <laughs> is that I say I want to use the influencer. <laughs> Let's use that. Let's thing. use this influencer. <laughs> no, 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 no. If you want to get the best out of an influencer or out of an influencer campaign. Don't forget that before you saw this influencer as a brand, and I'm speaking to brand managers here, yeah. before you saw influencer in the, the influencer as a brand that you wanted to partner with or use the or um, what uh, get the influencer to amplify your brand, he has created he or she has created a following, yeah. so, doing what it is that they do. You understand? So it's not up to you to now show up and come and dictate to them that this is how you should do it. That's how you should do it. No, 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 no. I have the way I do my stuff. You're coming to me. Okay, come to me. What, what, what do you want? Essentially, give the influencer what your end goal is. Yeah. This is my end goal. Okay, I'm an influencer that creates content. Okay, so I'm going to create content with your product because this is what my people want to watch. Oh, no, no, no. I want you to stand in front of the camera and dance small and then show my brand and then make my logo bigger. God. No! If you want real mileage, let the influencers be very organic. In the creation of what is so if you're going to give them a mandate make sure that that mandate is in line with what they, with what they do and and that starts from influencer selection right so i've spoken about um influencer selection i've spoken about influencer mandate i'm not even done talking about influencer mandate um because i mean brands and brand managers need to learn need to allow influencers to do their thing before I come back to it, allow me to digress. There are two brands in Ghana mm -hmm. that I think will keep going on and on and on and on. More people don't understand how these brands they move. More people don't understand how these brands can be. But these two brands are going to keep going on and on and on. I predict it. These two brands are Black Volta. Wow. And I'm not saying this because I'm Black <laughs> <laughs> Big, big shout out. I'm not saying this because shout I'm Black Shout out to Black Volta and the whole Black Volta team. <laughs> um, but I see the work. I see the thinking. And I see the execution. Yeah. The second brand is Imrila. Great. I agree. I don't I love, see... I love Imrila, man. I don't you see... You are crazy. I don't see a termination point for either brand. Mm. Unless... Unless maybe the brands, the, 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 the brains behind the brands are not dynamic enough or are not thinking enough to realize when it's time. If whoever, like the, the, the people behind the brand, at the point where they reach and realize, oh, it's time, I need to, like, I'm, I'm now within this 
age bracket or this mm. demographic or whatever, I need to hand it over to this next group of people. Yeah, yeah. If these two brands are able to create these overlaps, overlaps of um, of talents and, and, and audience and age groups, where it is that they can hand the baton over to the next group over and over, the, the brand will continue, mm. will continue s- seamlessly and smooth. Imula, Black Volta, these are two brands that are here to stay. I don't see. And I'm, and I'm I so don't tickled see. because <laughs> I happen to handle strategy for Imula too. So you uh, <laughs> Do you know I, I, you I handle am, strategy for Imula? I handle. <laughs> I, Black Volta and Imula are not competitors. Yeah. I think that should be very clear. Yeah. You play in two different spaces. Imula is more into distribution. And on the back of that, they're building a community and showcasing yeah. talents like DJs, producers, etc. Next thing you tell me, you're, you're behind Johnny Walker too. <laughs> <laughs> no, so so Maxwell and I go back to KNUST. Like we we were we started this journey. I built the first Emula logo, mm-hmm. designed the first Emula website. You look so proud. <laughs> <laughs> so so like when I see where we've gotten to today, it excites me so much. But I love it. To I love being in the shadows. Mm-hmm. I love being in the background. I love to go to events and nobody knows who I am. And so I'm able to get honest feedback mm-hmm. from people. Mm-hmm. And when I sit down to rethink our strategy, I use that honest, neutral feedback. Because when people know who you are, mm-hmm. they tend to sort of create some yeah, sort of like yeah, sugar coat yeah. what they really want to tell you. Right. So when I sit down and people are talking about Black Volta, until recently, most people didn't know I was associated with Black Volta. So people come, they know that, oh, Joey is my friend. And so they'll come and tell me, Joey is doing this, Joey is doing that. And I'm like, the signs and signals that make you guys think Joey is becoming pompous or his, it is that overwhelming sense. It's a business signal that the, 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 what he's doing has grown beyond him as a person. And when that happens to a business, when there's poor customer service, when there's customer complaints, mm-hmm. it means that you need, you've reached the elasticity as mm-hmm. a business mm-hmm. and you need to start to recruit people to take up those responsibilities, yes. focus on those parts of the business and yes. affect them. Yes. So it's an evolution. Yes. No brand has maintained positive perception or right. positioning in their lifetime growth there's always a peak and trough and in the trough is where you rebuild a system that is elastic enough for your next phase right and that's that is what people need to understand when it comes to designing strategy for brands that live long there's a book called built to last and it compares 50 companies that died before 1990 Mm. but started early and companies that started in the 90s uh, between 1950 and have still existed today, right? So you take the likes of a Coca-Cola, you take Nike, you take Toyota, um, Unilever. You guys are now just moving into brands, like. <laughs> so no, you see, you, there's something you need to understand. Mm. Influencers will grow to become institutions. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think I read. Was it a a, a doc? It was a, a Twitter feed. Um, recently where i think the guy worked for google he helped set up i think i think google or apple one of them and he mentioned something really profound he mentioned there were three layers of whatever it is now it's the first one is the internet right the people who or whoever discovered the internet that's the first layer 
then there's the second layer where no not even the internet you said uh, the platform like the the iphone and then the samsung mm-hmm. yeah that's the first layer mm-hmm. right those who captured that market early became the billionaires mm. so so and so forth so that's the apple steve jobs the, that kind of group then there's the second layer that is on that platform mm-hmm. which is your twitter your facebook your instagram yeah. that's the second layer of billionaires now he says we are moving into the third wave where content creators and yeah. influencers because people will be following them you understand they have that's they are actually yeah. companies yeah. running yeah. on their own <laughs> you get what i'm yeah. saying so that's why you mentioned that that's the third level of billionaires that are coming up so that, that leads me to my next question which is um around influencers um and the the question is in africa right the the biggest influencer countries are i think ghana nigeria hey no nigeria south africa and uh, and uh, kenya yeah. um where, where does ghana play in this particular space in terms of the influencer market? The, the north africans have some really strong yeah. Yeah. Well. yeah morocco yeah. egypt yeah. Yeah. algeria algeria yeah they have some they have some really strong players too um but before i that let me add another question to that question right um in ghana right you see, I was going to say something very controversial. Okay, no, then go. Go, go. No, go. no, 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 you no, go ahead. I mean, a lot of influencer um, talk is around metrics, mm-hmm. right? Uh, me- metrics and numbers and all that. I, I, I don't feel a number, like a lot of Ghanaian influencers have those numbers to actually drive these kinds of discussions that the brands are actually looking for. So mm-hmm. how does... How he do said we, something earlier on. He said something earlier on that so an influencer might have 2,000 followers, mm. but the engagement that the person gets mm-hmm. is way higher in terms of ratio mm-hmm. than the person that has 100,000 followers. And the impact that that, that 2,000 would make yeah. via the knock-on effect, right, would, 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 you know, like, it would bust your brain. Yeah. Here, um... The only numbers that people look at are, are likes and followers. <laughs> Facts. You mean here in, the, here in Ghana? Here in Ghana, right? The only, the only metrics that we look at are likes and followers. We conveniently ignore insights. We conveniently ignore what are the, what's the age range of the people that are viewing your mm, content. Mm, what, mm. Um, what are their demographic locations? Yeah. Like what, what, what their geographical locations? Um, at what times are they viewing your content? What time does your content work? And so on. We, we, we conveniently ignore that. I was speaking about the business, the, the, the brand managers earlier. Now yeah. let me speak to the, um, the influencers. The actual influencers, right? A lot of times, we, the influencers, miss out mm-hmm. on um, opportunities to be able to go to the brands and tell the brands that this is what I'm bringing to the table this is what I'm offering. In fact, I'm bringing the whole damn table. The very few influencers who have mastered that are the ones that are cashing out. The very few ones that have mastered that. Now you, the influencer, you're you're coming to the table Mm. thinking like, I don't want to sound controversial, but I I think maybe I should say it. You're coming to the table thinking like a beggar. Okay. And then you, you, you go past the beggar and then become a greedy beggar. (laughs) 
True. Because you need to understand your leverage. True. Yeah. You come to the table like, oh, and I have 10,000 followers. And I give this example all the time. There was an influencer who had the temerity and audacity mm. to ask for, in their first conversation with, a, with any brand, mm. to ask for a million Ghana cities. <laughs> right? Why are you asking for a million Ghana cities? Because I have one million followers. That's and the main reason why on, you are asking. And if I value each follower as one city, then... And that's their monetization strategy. I, I sat back. <laughs> I sat back and said, this is not happening. This must, this must be a bad dream. Because the, then the client <laughs> looked at me and said, what's going on? Because he had a million followers and, he, and then if he values each follower one know, city. Put him on a pay-per-click and tell him to convert his one million followers based on a click-based payment and see how many people will click. You don't even have 10,000. So, <laughs> to, 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 to that end, you the influencer, you need to, when we say this, and it sounds, it sounds like it goes through one ear and comes out there. You need to educate yourself. Mm. And when we say educate yourself, we are not saying it like hot air. We're not saying it into the air. You need to know the ins and outs of the business. What's the nature know of the business? Mm. Know your, know your know metrics. Your know the brand that you are going to partner with. Mm. Know your own brand. Define your own brand. And then understand the business, the, the business part of even being uh, uh, associated with the brand. Yeah. How long would you work with that brand? The lifetime value of the brand. I mean, you the influencer now, right? When you go in there, ask the brand, hey, listen, I think I'm going to give you impact or whatever. Okay, cool, no problem. Um, I'd like to track my influencer activities with, uh, or I'd like to track them to your sales activities. So if it's possible for you to put me in touch with the sales guys so that I see how your sales um, patterns are going, yeah. so that I know what to do, I know what to adjust, and, and what, wow, the clients say, wow, okay, this is a sensible person. This person wants to be able to see. Do you know what that does for you? That means that for those three months or four months or one month or whatever that you are engaged with the brand, right? You are able to now get metrics, get statistics, have numbers to go and show that when I joined the brand, they were here. Mm. By the time I finished with them, they were yeah, also yeah. here. Even if it wasn't directly from yeah. what you... Hey, don't worry, no be anybody yeah, matter. Yeah. I, it, when I joined them, they were here. When I was leaving them, they were here. <laughs> it's a simple cohort analysis. Simple. Yeah. Do you understand? Now, what that does is, you can then benchmark that and go into the next conversation with the next brand to say that, hey, when I joined, when I did when I joined these people, this is this is what happened, and and this this that I gave them, this them three million CDs increase in sales that I gave them cost them just a hundred thousand CDs. Mm. So for you, give me two hundred thousand CDs, and we might do the same or similar. Okay, I can guarantee, but this is what is that thing we should be. This is what I've done. So look at what I've done. Haha, mm. <laughs> let's move. So is it that what, what's the problem here? Is it that um, Influencers are not knowledgeable enough 
to know what kind of business they are in. They're not, they are not educating themselves. They're not educating People themselves. are not educating themselves. Mm-hmm. The few influencers that have actually educated themselves, that actually understand where it is that they, that, that they are coming from, that they know that they are a business, that they are running it like mm-hmm. a business. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, it's such a breeze to work with them. Yeah. It's so nice. It's so lovely to work with them. Like, you know what you are getting. Yeah. And yeah. they charge a premium. And yeah. you, when you pay it, you get your you money's get worth. Your go- you get your money's Facts. worth. Facts. Yeah. And, oh, God. But, yeah, the, 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 I think it's, it's a vicious cycle that needs to be broken. The brand managers exploiting the influencers yes, yes. who don't even know mm-hmm. their worth and then go back and think they are also exploiting the brand managers. <laughs> and the brand managers... It's a, it's it's, a running circle of ignorance. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, me, for me, I think that's... If you had to talk about the challenges, yeah. aside infrastructure, internet, etc., that's one of the biggest challenges, knowledge gap, yeah. right? There's a reason why influencers in Africa are unable to sign bigger partnership deals because mm. they've not been able to position themselves to create that uh, confidence for brands to say, I'm going to reallocate my BTL spend mm. to... Uh, to influencer marketing because it will probably give me more value. Yeah. Right? Don't go as a person. Yeah. Go well, as a structure. As go, a structure. As a, go as an, an organized body. The fact that you have clouds is not enough for an institution like a bank brand or an FMCG that has lasted five centuries, <laughs> three centuries, two centuries. Their legacy systems, they for them to adjust to change, you need to give them comfort. You need to give them guarantees. Mm-hmm. And giving them guarantees is being able to take every single project you get the opportunity to lead, take mm. a serious document clearly mm. where you met the brand and where you left the brand. Yeah. That period influences. I always say that if you are starting your journey and you have 2,000 followers and you want to become an influencer, and that 2,000 followers is your concentrated few of people who truly believe in you. And every time you say, everyone click on this link, you get 90% clicks, you are already on your way to succeeding, Mm. right? If you start from there and you concentrate on converting for smaller brands, I always say that your smaller paycheck to be able to do build a disruptive project, to showcase to your next project determines your paycheck for your next project. I don't know if it's making sense. You want to pay me 1,000 CDs. You are paying me 1,000 CDs because I can't justify why I am worth 10,000 CDs. But I know I am worth 10,000 CDs. But to prove that to you, I will take the 1,000 CDs and I will do the work Based at an it. extra cost to me yeah. to prove to you that I'm worth 10,000 CDs. Prove to the next man. The next person, <laughs> you will use his platform to tell him that he, you are worth 10,000 yeah. CDs. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. if you start to think that way, you grow progressively. Like people always want to start from oh, immediately you hit ten thousand for Yeah, I should start. Ah, I should start cashing out. <laughs> I need. Bro, I start so. posting ad and I'm charging five hundred Ghana per ad. Like for how long? Right. There's somebody in China who is a micro influencer, micro influencer, and he's earning every pe- every minute. He's yeah. earning money every minute. Yeah. In Africa, unfortunately, one of the biggest challenges is payment infrastructure 
for for freelance for sorry for influencers. Yeah, I think right. that's so a, that's content a very creators big, yeah. and all of that. There's some there's some projects cooking in the pipeline, and I'm sure in future we'll talk about them around. Uh, there are certain fintech companies that are coming up that I'm excited about to be part of one of them. Uh, we are building a solution that that helps gig workers more specifically for content. There's a use case for content creators to monetize on TikTok, YouTube, um, um, Instagram. So now you know there's this thing when you go live, mm -hmm. people can buy uh, gifts, digital gifts. As for it you, turns out, right? I found out the other day, I'm like, wow. Yeah, but if you're in Africa, you can't even buy, send anybody a gift because you don't even have the wallet to be able to do the purchase sure. for mm -hmm. the person. Mm -hmm. And the influencer on the other side can't also benefit from it because how many countries accept PayPal? Yeah. And most of these platforms pay through PayPal, PayPal or direct Swift transfer. So what we are trying to build is to build is a platform that a single wallet that allows you to receive money from anywhere, from any platform. That's also, I think pay, I think uh, like uh, in terms of monetization, payments is also one of the challenges, you understand? Because how, uh, like, I mean, people in Ghana may not be able to run campaigns outside of Ghana because how how are they going to be? Bro, paid? you you <laughs> are in Ghana. How, I'm sure. They, I'm sure. I'm sure. Kofi no will agree. You you, Momo. <laughs> so so you'll be shocked, right? You'll be shocked that one of Kofi's biggest challenge for his clients would be, for example, if you if you are doing ad on Twitter for your customers in Ghana, you can't target customers in Ghana. Because Twitter doesn't have yeah. that doesn't allow you to target customers. It's good to a third party. <laughs> it, bro, it's right? So it's like there's so much okay. in terms of limits. We are Africa is really excluded from that digital economy. There's so much we have like digital penetration is growing significantly and increasingly. Like I'm sure somebody like Wadimaya is successful. He started in China. Mm. He started in China. Wodimaya's account is not even registered in Ghana. So when they released the highest NS of on YouTube in Africa, in Africa, he wasn't, he wasn't part yeah, because yeah. his account is somewhere in the it's UK. In China. Oh, okay. it's in China is in the UK, right? So you realize that a lot of these things are limitations to why successful creators in Africa can't even attribute their success to the fact that they live in Africa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their success are attributed to Europe. To the to the United States and all of that, but there's a lot of potential here today, and I this is this is definitely a platform to have those conversations. Right? My thing is, most of these creators cash out, and the next so what comes after cash out is move out. <laughs> yeah, for Nigerians, to tell you for Jackpot. <laughs> I watch a lot of YouTubers. I watch I watch content like crazy. Right, there's this guy, Diary of a CEO, based in the UK. His content is mad, mm. and like mad. And this guy, he has about ten companies. Like ninety ninety percent of the companies mm. are in in market, <laughs> digital and marketing, mm. yeah. right? And he uses his YouTube channel to build that clientele base. He interviews. So one of the people he interviewed recently was a CMO for Nike. The guy has worked at Nike for twenty or twenty twenty eight years. From when Nike started, he started as an intern at Nike to becoming a CMO at Nike. Mm. And as a YouTube, like you, when, as a YouTuber, for him, it's strategic to interview these people mm. 
for them to know him yeah. and to also use that leverage to say, I have a, an agency that does I ABC. Do yeah. You cross sell. So sometimes your 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 strategy as a content creator, as a social media influencer, is not necessary to make money to from make posting money. from just There's posting a lot of the collaboration. Content. It is anchoring. Yeah. So Black Water today would feature location like owners of locations on Uncut or uh, behind, it, the behind the bar to tell their stories. But ultimately, it is a value proposition that is embedded in, in a marketing strategy mm -hmm. for the client to say, I am coming to you not just to promote your location, but also to tell your story mm -hmm. through my other channels. Mm -hmm. right? So you will choose Black Voter over another agency to do your marketing for you simply because Black Voter is coming with value add mm -hmm. beyond. So if I tell you that I'm charging you 10,000 CDs a month retainer, I am able to justify why I am worth the 10,000 CDs not just because I'm bringing people to your location, not just because we are showcasing your brand, etc., etc., but because we have designed something that has like lifetime value for the client. Kofi, let me um, ask you, um, you are in the space, you've worked with a lot of influencers. Um, uh, can you describe to us like a, a recent campaign that really went successful and then uh, I'm just curious to know. Yeah, we want to know one of your, what, what's been your biggest success. You don't probably need to mention maybe because of uh, oh, yes, but let's 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 uh, maybe just walk us through. The, um, uh, wow, which one? Oh. the one you're permitted to share. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, there's two that I'm not permitted to share. So the ones you're I'm permitted to share. But um, the one that I was most emotionally invested in. Yeah. Um, this was years back, um, I think 2017-ish. Um, there was a young cat that was rapping and, you know, doing his thing and everybody was like, oh, it's the next big thing, it's the next big thing. Um, I tell my boy, his name is Gracie Arthur. And he Yo! He <laughs> represented the streets, you know, he was the one. And, you know, everybody was like, that's the, he's, you know, he's got next, he's got next. And in and around that time as well, um, I signed a I signed on a behemoth of a client, like a huge client, Fan Milk Ghana. And Fan Milk traditionally, this was actually very interesting back in the day because Fan Milk's presence on the street did not match their marketing and digital presence yeah. at all. It was, a, it was a big there disconnect. Was a huge disconnect. So now, my objective was to make sure that the brand that represents the streets, right, the brand that is on the streets will also represent the streets on socials, right? So we signed on. I think the first thing that we were meant to do um, was, I think it was Funky Banana. We're, we're launching a new product. We're launching one of the new, one of the new brands. Um, and one of the overarching themes that, that, that was, was that, listen, this is a brand that is for the streets, that is for the strivers, the hustlers, the guys that are there. Because you might think of it as ice cream, but it's actually not ice cream. It's, you, it's frozen yogurt. If, and if you, it's cheap, yeah, yeah, accessible. Yeah, I'm really bringing my mind to like what Fun Ice really stands for. No, Fun Milk. <laughs> fun Milk. And yeah. Fun Ice is one product. Fun Milk okay. really stands and, for. And this was Fun Yogurt. This was Fun Yogurt. This, this is Fun Yogurt that I'm talking about. So Fun Yogurt actually stands for the streets. Now think about it. When you are out there, and you do run session, you do hustle like Sunday Blaze. If you chop something quick, Bobby, Bobby, oh Charlie, I will come. 
fools. You drop some five CD, you will get meat pie. You get fine. <laughs> you go sati. Yeah. Right. That basically, it's 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 for the streets. Yeah. It's for the hustler. Yeah. And these are the people that were also listening to Chris Arthur's music at the time. Mm. The very same people that were listening to Chris Arthur's music, and they could they could relate, and he could relate. What I did was I said, okay, let's bring Chris Arthur to the table. Let's talk to Chris Arthur. Let's bring him on. And I'm actually very proud to say that. Um, I hope he, maybe he comes out to debunk me if I'm wrong, but that was his first big deal. Mm. That was his first big deal, to the best of my knowledge. Yeah. And I was, I, was, I was very, very proud because I, he's, he's, Chris Yata is one of my favorite rappers. Like, he's one of the people, I, I love the guy. I, yeah. I love him so much. He's, he's an amazing rapper, an amazing talent. And what had happened was, in that particular campaign, um, we... One of the deliver mandate. One of the deliverables was to create a song. Mm. There's a song if you go go find it, Chrissy Arthur Poppy. There's a song called yeah, Poppy, yeah. and it's one of it's one of them songs that we just said, listen, um, just mention Fanyogo over here for this over there, <laughs> and then we'll shoot a video for you, and we shot the video as well, and beautiful song, beautiful video. Another mandate: we need you to. Um, we need to take pictures with you. We need to represent the street. We did that. Yeah, I saw the pictures of him on the... There you go. Another mandate, which he... And this is something for influencers. He applied himself. Yeah. Self-application. Yeah. Applied himself. During the photo shoot, he, he came and he asked. He, he, it was me and Sosa. He was like, yo, can I keep this? Hey, best? shout out to Sosa. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Sosa. Sosa. <laughs> so he was like, yo, can I keep this? Can I keep the vest? The, the vest that the, the, the riders wear. Yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Just keep it, it's fine. We, we're going to deal with the client later. Now, we, we weren't even ready. The next thing we know, he shows up at a party and he's wearing, wearing the vest. That's mad. Viral. That's mad. Viral. <laughs> um, uh, he goes to a... He said he was going to go on a school tour. And then he comes up again, self-application. He says, hey, listen, guys, I'm going to school tour. I'm going to a secondary school to go and perform. Yeah. Do you guys want to come with me? Like, why not? Send him products. Let's go. And then he takes the products to, I forgot the school it was. It was national. It was a Kipco school. Yeah. And, and, and I think a Kofiridia school. Ah, it's fuzzy. But what I remember, pandemonium. Mayhem. <laughs> All over. He was on that tour with Kwame MP. Mayhem. Beautiful scenes. And essentially, what happened during that campaign yeah. was we took the brand from being at this point where they had a, a standing 60-year yeah. monthly sales record, right? They had a, a record that had stood for about 60 years, where they sold a certain amount during the month, mm. right? And I think three months into that campaign, we broke that record. Wow. The next month we broke that record. Is... The next month we broke that record, and so on. And so I mean, it, this it's... case study just buttresses the point I made. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. what value are you? What's the lifetime value you're bringing to the client? Like, how disruptive is you as an influencer to that business? Yeah, yeah. Will determine how much the next time they want to sign you on, and you quote a higher amount. They're sense. like, I am willing to do it, right? So, and, and and I love that it is very practical. It's very very practical. Right? Very practical. Like, so many of our artists lack an understanding of beyond the music. How do I build a business around my brand? 
and you take Mr. Easy as a case study, you realize that he's been very successful. You take Davido, you realize that he runs his talent as a business. Mm -hmm. You take Bernard Boy, you realize that he runs his talent as a business. There are a handful of Ghanaian artists who are signed by big brands and are actually paid the true value of what they are worth. Mm. Not because they have clouds of following, but because they are invested in understanding how they position themselves to take advantage of what the business can, the, like the influence they have managed yeah, to gather yeah, yeah. would bring to them. Because you will not forever have the fire you have. The generation that appeals to your content will die out. A new generation will come. But to, to build to last as an influencer, to build to last as a creative, you need to be able to understand that transition from when your core service of producing music, which yeah. is the anchor of your brand, dies, to something else that you evolve to become. Shakonel is known as a businessman. Right, Shakunio mm. has multiple businesses. Started as a as a basketball player, yeah. and he's still being signed on as an influencer Facts. to so many FMCG products, yeah, food yeah. brands, etc., etc. He makes money from that outside his business. He's a billionaire, but brands still come to him to advertise as a sports hero. Mm. Right? How many Ghanaian footballers have lived past their influencer period or their peak times? and are still relevant That's to society. Relevant, yeah. How many musicians have lived past their peak period? How many actors and actresses have lived past their peak time and have become irrelevant? So we need to start to rethink for the new generation of creatives, of actors, of, of content creators that are emerging. Mm. We need to start to think about institutionalizing systems that Make, make them relevant over the long over the long It's actually very interesting that he says that because recently I was speaking to a rapper, a Ghanaian rapper. Um, he's from, he's from, you know, the days of the soccer days and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And he asked, me a, he asked me a simple question. He said, no, I was like, hey, when are you going back to the studio? Come on, guy. Like, then he said, how many of us, how many of the people from my time do you see that I still relevant? <laughs> I was like, oh shoot, that's true. When you actually think about it, it's like yeah, it's yeah. like it's like there's only two, two, yeah. two from my time, Sarkozy and Stoneboy, and Stoneboy is not even a rapper. <laughs> so and and if you think about it, the people who are relevant now that it's just Sarkozy and Sarkozy yeah. has evolved from. Bro, from he Kasa doesn't. Harry, he's now even not. You don't even associate him to be a rapper. He's more like a. I was a, born in a shaman, in and Kasahari was our source of entertainment. Mm. And then streets dance. You go to medas. They have fun fairs and all of that. And that was where Sakodi was like. Fun fact: I used to be a dancer, like street <laughs> dancer, and I and I actually danced on stage at medas. <laughs> With Sakodi on stage, <laughs> I'm not sure there's ever going to be a video that anyone will see. Cowbell used to do this uh, 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 high school competition and they used to host it in my school, Celestial School Complex. I need more Johnny Walker. Right. And I actually won Best Dancer three years in a row. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that, that whole You Got Saved video, I used to do that shit. Right? So, so I've, seen, I've seen where they started. I've seen the struggle that existed in the Tema clan. Hammer taking them up. You know, Hammer recently launched a producer school yeah. in partnership with the, the private university. And you see clearly that these guys have always had vision. 
Sarkodie has been an exception. Like there was D crime was bigger than Sarkodie. Mm. crime was bigger for That's fact. True. Was bigger That's than Sarkodie and Tema. We used to play basketball at a uh, Don Bosco. And when D crime comes to court, everybody or Tema Tema Chinese court, everybody. But today you realize that. The, the advantage the new generation has is to learn from the mistakes of the past. Yeah. Learn. Like, <laughs> these guys have so much wisdom. Dikram has a bar in Tema. He has a bar around uh, um, um, Gulf City, Bethlehem. Right? I don't know what he's up to nowadays with his life. But you see that somebody like Mr. Easy knows that he will not always be in position. His yeah. creative spark will not always be there. PDD. It's a yeah, pure businessman. Yeah. Jay Z is a pure businessman. Yeah, now full, full blown influences. Full blown like, influences. Do you get it? So, no, they actually have real businesses. Yes, like, yes, yes, forget yes. the media facade that is created yeah. around them. Like, go into their real lives. They have businesses. They own significant stake in publicly traded businesses. Mm. They sit in rooms with Warren Buffett and Bill Gates and co to have conversations. Governors of states call them into meetings when they are running for elections like your 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 value as a hero at the time of your peak and the strategy you build to survive beyond that is very very important yeah sakodi has changed his brand have you realized he wears suits now yeah he's creating a perception in the minds of but do these influences that we have today know this no the influences that we have today how many that's that's why i said that influencers need to be able to educate themselves. Mm. Educate them, educate yourself. These examples actually exist for you to see. They exist for you to be able to appreciate. They exist mm. for you to be able to learn from. Mm. If you take it and say, oh, here's what Jay-Z did. I mean, maybe that's far, that's um, reaching too far. Here's what Camillionaire did. Here's what, well, here's what Camillionaire did. Here's what Kabila um, 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 May did. Mm. And so on. Like these are the people that are making bank. This guy, this Kabi. Remember Sean Kingston? <laughs> this Kabilami guy. Who yeah. could not sing a Sean Kingston song? Crazy. <laughs> so what, what 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 advice would you give to brands um, looking to launch? Brands. Yeah. Okay. Influencer campaigns for the first time in Africa. Shared values. Shared, shared values. values. Look yeah. for inf- look to partner with influencers that have shared values. That you that that have values that are common with Ooh, your values. Like okay. that relates to what, find people that you have shared values with. Yeah. Don't, don't just get up and say, oh, this person is popular. Imagine a condom brand trying to work with Joe Metal. Mm-hmm. No, total disconnect. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Imagine a... So I should, I, I try to say it, uh, they should look for commonalities in terms of value, even yeah, if even if yes. even if even if, as you mentioned, everyone is looking for numbers and likes and things like that. The numbers are the numbers, likes, um, all of those metrics are a result mm. of the activity that comes from this selection and the mandate. Makes sense. It, it will happen organically yeah, because you see some of these influencers is like. Okay, there's a party going on, and then you go and pick an influencer that's doing something totally opposite to there what they're doing. The person is posting, and sometimes they don't even like. Well, Blackwater is in the space of events and nightlife and things like that, so I, I, I tend to see a lot of stuff. When it comes to organic, so most of these parties just go to, or these brands just go to people who just have 
make the big following big day. following Come and sometimes even the investors they don't even show up <laughs> you get me you have an event that is like professionalism you understand they, they or sometimes post, post yeah, sometimes you you can go like maybe a drink brand to people who don't even drink alcohol at all you understand you are an alcoholic brand and you're going to an influencer who doesn't drink alcohol yeah. the person comes to your event and then the person goes like uh okay uh i mean i just go take water and i'm like so there's a big disconnect so i'm i'm happy you're mentioning that one um when you're entering find the market on find shared values 100 percent 100 percent um set tangible kpis mm. in fact even before setting tangible kpis let the influencers influence mm. in the way that they know how to influence That's that very they important. do yeah because if you have selected them right it, they are already in tune with your brand mm. and so anything that they do is yeah. to the benefit of your brand yeah so leave them to do the things that that they feel comfortable doing that they feel free doing as long as it's not hurting your brand yeah as long as it's not um one of them ones that is going to bring controversy is going to bring issues let let the influencers operate and then set the kpis for them so that they themselves can also work towards hitting and achieving those numbers hitting and achieving those objectives those makes sense because then you just can't what what are you grading the campaign's success or oh, failure or, based on yeah. and i've seen it happen so many times that at the end of the month i said oh it didn't work what did it work? <laughs> like failure is a necessity for creative like you need to try it to know whether it works or not right let's say so you go to nigeria today skits are a big thing like mm, any, are really any comedian that wants to break through to the to the ranks of like uh, all these guys like what's, what's the famous Sabine or uh, basketball basketball and cool they go through skate routes because what before when ba- basketball started they were there wasn't social media mm-hmm. so he used to run concerts sure, and sure. all of that and do adverts and all of that to get that audience he needs today there's social media so for you to build that traction all you need is to find that perfect video that becomes like viral Mm -hmm. it breaks you there's this guy uh, gospel artist that's upcoming thousand he 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 did this collaboration with a band Mm -hmm. it's a contemporary band but he's a gospel artist and if you know the vibe you know the inside he just took that hook and added a few things and created a verse with like gospel, like inspirational gospel. You did created a vibe today. And bro, recently, bro, it's that been less than thing. two months. It's been <laughs> less than two months. It's one of the top like videos on YouTube. The guy is doing a tour in the US right now as we speak, right? So as a creative, there's something in marketing called A/B testing, alpha beta testing, right? Test group A. With content A, test the same content uh, with group B. Mm. Slight changes in the demographics and mm. see how they respond and change the content. Same groups of people. Mm-hmm. Test again, see what they respond to. You keep evolving until you find. The, so, Black Voter, for example, there are some content you post, you get maybe a thousand, thousand uh, impressions. Yeah. There are some content you post, you get hundred thousand impressions. You need to understand what was in that hundred thousand. So investigate it. So how did that happen? Right? <laughs> did, is it that like the marketing, the time you posted was different, the marketing you posted was different. Is the content, isn't How it, the is content it? narrative was published was different. The caption you used was different. Did you tag somebody 
once you start to understand those nitty gritties now, repeat the process. Mm -hmm. Once you find your hook, repeat the process. Mm -hmm. And you start to see results. And you start to learn. As you start, now you start to master that, okay, so if I use this type of people, or if I tag this type of people, or if I use this hashtag, or if I X, Y, Z, I get this result, mm -hmm. maintain the consistency. Nice. Right? Because for creatives, I always say that inspiration is overrated. <laughs> is master your craft. Yeah, that's it. Every day you wake up, you don't need inspiration to repeat something you have done before. You need inspiration to do something new. Yeah, yeah. So if you are not inspired to create something new, use the framework of what you already know how to do to maintain it. Because you don't wake up in the morning as a company and say, today we don't feel like responding to customer, <laughs> customer queries no, so, no, 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 no. because of sentiment. That is what that is how creative think. Inspiration is all about sentiments, about emotions. Yeah. So if I if I am in a bad mood, then the business is in a bad mood. If I'm in a good mood, the that's business why, is in a that's good why that's why it has to be a, a you have to think about right? it as so a business. Create it's not that every day. framework that moves exists beyond you. Yeah. It's touching on something. Creative, we are very emotional people. Very, 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 very emotional people. <laughs> We're very guarded about our uh, our ourselves. Ourselves, our work, you know. And creatives don't and take feedback. <laughs> too well so as a creative as a creator a creative and influencer you need to learn how to take feedback mm. you need to learn how to take it mm. you need to be able to look for the substance in it I, I know you asked that we should you know like what advice we give to the brands but the influencers in creating in creating in putting your stuff out there uh, you the brand the brand manager the people consuming it they are the ones standing behind you. <laughs> they are the ones looking at it. it. The brand doesn't know what they want. You have to figure out what you can sell to them. So you <laughs> take the feedback and say, oh, ask questions. If anything, write down what would you like to see? Yeah. What yeah. are um, your desired outcomes? Yeah. Is there something that I can reference to be able to achieve what it is Whatever that you're looking that for? Yeah. yeah. It's more for the brand and not for you. Exactly. Because if you make impact for the brand, that's money in your pocket. Mm. Yeah. 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 And, and the, the other big thing is collaboration. Yeah. You are starting up or you have succeeded. I'll take big case study, Don Jazzy. If you go on Instagram today, over 50% of content published on Don Jazzy's page is collaborates, partnership. Since the partnership feature came, Anyone who wants to post something to go viral would post it in partnership with John Don Jazzy in collaboration with Don Jazzy. Mm -hmm. So Don Jazzy's page is basically full of contents that he doesn't create yeah, by himself. Yeah, right? Yeah. And you see this content hitting 100,000, 200,000, 300,000, and, and he's doing this as his social impact. I don't know if he's yeah, paid on the yeah, back, yeah, right? Yeah. But from where I sit and from yeah. my lens, yeah. I don't think the people who he's who are collaborating with him can afford to pay them. Yeah. Yeah. He's doing this as a goodwill back to society to promote Nigeria as a strategy. Yeah. Right? Because if Nigeria succeeds, Don Jazzy succeeds. Because yeah. he's built a portfolio of talents that are going global. And he needs to maintain the pipeline. Like in, in, in venture capital or venture building, there's always the probability of success is low. So you need to have a million in your pool so that one can become a unicorn, yeah. right? So you, you, you have a billion dollars. You spread it across 100 companies with the hope that one will become a billion dollar 
to cover for your, yeah. your losses yeah. in the other companies. And that is how our hero, our hero brands, our hero influencers have to start That's thinking mm -hmm. about leveraging the smaller micro influencers, build them to become macro and to the point where they become celebrity influencers. But it is a tree, it's a pyramid. Flow, flow, stop. Because me, stop. this thing be very dear to my heart when there's it comes a, to collaboration. There's a, we have, we have, there's a syndrome, uh, there's a there's a sickness, a disease. Mm. The, the local champion sickness. The, lo the local champion yeah, disease. Yeah. <laughs> the, local, the local champion condition. Like, that's what is preventing most of us from collaborating. Yeah. That's the thing. Somebody sees a, oh, Joey, they shine. They position himself. Yeah. Make a deal with make a deal with the blah blah. Then something they come, they go collect that thing, they stand that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It be me, it be me, it be me, it be me. It gets keep it. Bro, bro, bro. No, no. No. Don't think of local champion. <laughs> think. Oh God. I think Mali. There's one guy, Mali. Shout out to Mali. Um, he's in Tanzania. He mentioned something which was really profound. He said. Uh, for him, the best, like the, the the highest form of competition is collaboration. Bro, <laughs> see, see, me, I I thrive on partnership. You realize that every time we face a challenge as a business, I'm thinking about which of our clientele has an ecosystem that we can anchor. Mm. We have a client. Let's say Johnny Walker wants us to do something together. I'm like, okay, I'm sitting. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Who give us the biggest mileage if we feature them on a on a podcast episode in partnership with Johnny Walker? Like that is how I'm thinking. I'm not thinking about just doing another episode. Yeah. I'm thinking about who is the most relevant person right now or relevant story that will go viral. Bro, local champion. Everybody won't be the person with maybe the local champion for here. <laughs> for here, maybe the organ. For here, maybe the one. For, bro, you no, 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 no. Part like partner up. Because that's the thing. The, that, that proverb is built from influencing. The proverb where they talk say, if you want to go far, or if you want to go fast, go alone. No, if you want to go far, go with people. Yeah. It's it, it's true in yeah. every we scenario, need, every need, case. We need a lot of if if we are moving forward, let's collaborate. Let's let's partner up. You have something I don't have. I have something you don't have. More can create. In fact, maybe you, you maybe you don't even have something that I don't have. Maybe you get everything, but then okay, come. Make, make we hold hand. If I do make it be for you, tomorrow I don't know where it is that I'm going to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know where it is that I'm going to be. That I might even, need you. A lot of, a lot of, to, not to cut you guys short, even from Blackboard, a lot of the successes are through collaboration. Uh, and uh, we, need, we need that. So as we, as we um, bring the, I know there's a lot that we need to say on this podcast. True. Sure. And yeah, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me tell you guys something, years. right? So, we only, I, we, Black Water only wanted to do one episode uh, <laughs> on this, uh, on this series. And Kofi was like, you know what, I just need one favor from you. So I thought, ah, okay, I need maybe like, he needed, me to do, he needed me to help one of his clients and stuff like that. He was like, you know what, all the, the range of topics that he sent me, I want to do all of them. <laughs> <laughs> So, so this is just part one. Uh, before you guys end, I wanted to ask just like in one or two sentences, what do you think the future of influencer marketing is mm -hmm. in Africa? What do you think uh, it looks like? I uh, think it's tech-based. Yeah. I think the f it, influencers are, in, everywhere in the world, the influencer is going to become an institution. Yeah. That's fact. Yeah. Or the influencer has the potential to become an institution. 
And I think because the way the world is going, influencer activity, influencer marketing, influencer access is going to become a tech-based um, product mm. that is going to be accessible to brands, especially like on, on a B2B level. Mm. And so if you don't get your game up where you educate yourself, where you get your metrics right, where you know, you understand the business, mm. you're going to be left behind. And this is where the this is where the world is going. I mean, mm. mark my words. Like influencers have are going to have the potential to become institutions, and the future of influencer is tech based. So educate yourself and get ready. My words. I think I'll, I'll speak in two parts. The first part is from the influencer side. Uh, understanding your journey is very very important. If you don't understand your journey, you would die really fast. Just you die right at the beginning. Oprah Winfrey Network was an evolution of Oprah Winfrey as a brand, mm. as an influencer. Gary Vee is a very, very famous like marketing guru, right? So he eventually evolved to to, to the Gary Vee media, mm. right? The guy who runs um, this Diary of a CEO started podcasts owns a big multimedia company, mm. right? I'm just saying this for you to understand what evolution of an influencer means. Mm. You would always evolve to become an institution. Yeah. But it depends on you building the discipline to create a system around your creative process. So that one day when you are stretched, your brand will still exist and your prodigies will represent the core principles and values underpinning who you are as an influencer, right? Mm. right? And that is culture. Mm. An accepted way of doing things. So once you as an influencer become a brand, it is no more you as the person. It may be your name. Johnny Walker is the name of the owner of, of the, the guy who started. Yeah. That's his real name. It's his real name. So when he started the business, right, it was called Old Something. So the drink, the, it was called Old Something Whiskey. And his strategy for distribution was to use ship captains. Wherever ship captains go in the world, they should take his whiskey there. That was his marketing distribution strategy. He realized that his customers weren't really like enjoying his, 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 the, the variety of his whiskey. So he decided to start blending some of the whiskies until he got a perfect blend that customers were all excited about. Then he finally put his name on it. Mm. And today, from the 18s, it still lives on, right? And so influencers need to think that way. To become an Oprah Winfrey Network, a multi-billion dollar business, to become a Tyler Perry uh, uh, business, a multi-billion dollar business, in Africa, we need to start thinking that way. But we can only succeed if the environment is right for yeah. us. Mm -hmm. So government has to play a role, Bro, right? This matter is <laughs> Government has to play a role. Yeah. <laughs> right? Oh no, we've made progress, yeah. I won't lie. I always say that, unfortunately, there's always miscommunication between the effort government and some privileged people are putting in to secure the future of certain industries. Mm -hmm. Before we did not have a creative a ministry for 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 um, like the creative industry, music and something something. Oh, it's tourism and creative arts, no? right? It was just focused on ministry of tourism. Mm. 
and he became Ministry of Tourism and Creative okay. Arts. Okay, okay, okay. So there's progress. There's progress. There's an organized body that communicates with governments around the needs and wants of creatives. Mm -hmm. Labor laws will have to be adjusted to accommodate the emerging talents or emerging like uh, economies, like the gig economy of creatives, so that there are clear regulations and guidelines protecting. I think creatives. Nigeria are, are, are making a yeah, lot there's of money. Th those markets like Kenya and yeah, gold. Yeah. They are all like the service, the IT digital service industry contributes seventeen point eight percent or eighteen. I think it's around eighteen point eighteen percent now for Nigeria. So all these tech companies who are raising all these million, government is strategically positioning itself because 18% to GDP is very significant mm. for an industry to, to shift from agriculture, to shift from petroleum, yeah. oil and gas, gas. Yeah, and coal as, as a core of their industry to, to becoming that digital. It's significant and Ghana has the potential to get there, right? We also need to find a way to improve our payment systems. We need to, like, we need to open conversations with all these global creator platforms. Mm -hmm. Because if nobody can build the next Instagram from Africa, then how do we become collaborators with the Metas and Co and the uh, even when they are even rolling out the the Liberal Africa, when they are rolling out everything like subscription. Yeah. Yeah. We are always the last. They, they, leave, they leave us out a lot of times because yeah. there are a lot of things that you won't be able to get yeah. in a, unless yeah. you There's register. The assumption. There's the assumption that we don't have the purchasing power for the things they are doing in those markets. Mm -hmm. One. Number two, there are no regulations governing it because yeah. it's a gray area. For example, the reason why advertising on digital is limited in certain geographies in Africa is because there are no tax laws that govern how they pay for the taxes in those countries yeah. for advertising and so they'll rather play in areas where you don't come and find them for something you don't even have a for you the agency that that actually has to do advertising for your um for your clients it becomes an audit nightmare because that we don't have taxes they don't even understand your we don't have we don't have taxes they don't even understand the nature of your operations yes so, so then <laughs> how are you going to how are you going to withhold tax for, <laughs> for, some, for something tax you are going to pay to facebook <laughs> how how and who are you going to pay that withholding tax to yeah, yeah. and so on how do you charge VAT on a facebook invoice yeah <laughs> anyway so anyway. just to wrap up finally finally collaboration is key networking is very important if we can, as, as heroes in the influencer marketing space, the likes of Kodri Sheldon and Co, they've some, some people have broken through, like mm. they've, they've, they've managed to break out of the ceiling of being Ghanaian mm. and living in Africa to compete on the global stage as content creators, as mm. influencers. They are two different businesses, but at a point when you build audience as a content creator, you start to become influential and so you pivot or you merge. Right. So we are very grateful to have some of these people. Wodimaya has featured at the World Economic Forum, YouTube creator conferences, etc., etc. And we want to see more and more of the creators get there. So when you get there, come back. Nigerians are very good at doing this. They come back, they build a system as a service. They build a system as a service and they pass on that knowledge to upcoming people so that they benefit from that tree. The more people you grow, the collaboration is right. Very, it's very, very, very important. So that's that's what I'll really wrap up with. But I'm very excited that we're having this conversation. I'm looking forward to part two. 
to share more insights on some of the things that creatives can do to, to become sustainable as, as a business. Great, great, great. I can't wait for part two. Great, great. So, um, thank you guys. This has been amazing. I mean, this is this is has been a wealth of information. Um, I can't wait for part two. You guys should wait for part <laughs> two and then part three. Thanks to Johnny Walker for <laughs> losing our tongues. Yes. So can share, shout out to share more. Shout out to yes, Johnny Walker yes, yes, uh, yes, yes, for yes. the drinks and uh, and uh, and uh, and the partnership. But you guys should uh, subscribe. Uh, watch out for the podcast. It will come out on all platforms, on Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, Apple. Thank you so much for having, uh, for you guys coming on board. And uh, catch us on the next episode of the Blackwater Nightlife Podcast. Adios.